0: Welcome to the Extraordinary Educators Podcast. Your hosts, Danielle Sullivan, National Director at Curriculum Associates, and Sari Labaris, Social Communications Manager at Curriculum Associates, are here to share actionable tips, best practices, and success stories to improve your classroom and drive student learning. Enjoy, and thanks for listening. Hi everybody, this is Danielle.
1: Hi everyone, it's Sari. And welcome to the Extraordinary Educator Podcast. This podcast is designed to bring you actionable tips from Extraordinary Educators. Each week we will share best practices, ideas, and stories from Extraordinary Educators to help you thrive. So this week is just going to be
0: Sari and I, and we want to talk about a few things that we actually got from some of the reviews, because we want to thank you guys so much for listening. We want to thank you for reviewing the podcast, which you can do on iTunes. And one of the early reviews talked about, um, we they wanted us to go a little bit deeper into high expectations. So today we were going to talk about Um, not just talk about high expectations, I'm actually going to model and we're going to kind of dissect what it means to have high expectations and then building classrooms of psychological safety.
1: What do you think about that? Sounds awesome. And I think last time when we first talked about high expectations, we really built the foundation talked about research. So now you'll actually be able to hear it and hopefully replicate that and put that into action in your classroom.
0: So what... I've seen and found in my travels again is that it's one thing to really talk about high expectations. And I think people kind of understand the concept of high expectations, but I found it's really helpful for me to model how I would have set high expectations in my classroom. Like if I could go back in time, this is exactly how I would start the year. So, what we're going to do is I'm going to model it. And then when I'm done, we'll kind of uh, break
1: apart some of those pieces. Does that Sounds work? great. Perfect. And I think if some of you are thinking, well, it's March, how am I supposed to do this? It's not the beginning of the year. It's totally fine to start now if you haven't done this already. Think about it. Maybe um, you're coming back from spring break uh, or you just want to kind of do a reset. Totally fine. Or you can also use this next year uh, in the fall with your students.
0: Yes, it is never too late to set high expectations. 100% agree. So I'm going to start by modeling. Um, first, I want to just say It's really important to assume kids are more capable than we think. Um, If you have seen Rita Pearson, Rita Pearson did a TED Talk. She talks about every child deserves a champion, an adult who never gives up on them, who understands the power of connection and insists they become the best they can be. We really need to be champions for kids. We need to be champions for them every single day. We need to believe that they are capable, especially now with all the crazy stuff happening in the world. How are we going to show them that we care? So I'm going to be modeling this for you, but if we were doing this live and you were in my classroom, the biggest part of this is to pause and to make eye contact with everybody, to lean in. So my body language would show you that I would also be leaning in. But here we go. So I would say, hello, class. Welcome to a new year or a new semester or a new week. And I want to say that this year is going to be different than any other year because we are in this classroom. I don't care what happened before. I don't care what happens. I mean, I do care what happens in the future, but I want to share there's certain expectations that I have of you that I want you to be able to really know that I care and what happens in our classroom is because I believe in you. So the first, so I'm going to talk about a couple of things that I expect from you. The first is, I believe in every one of you. There is no math gene. There's no reading gene. I expect you all to achieve the highest levels that you are capable of. The other thing I want to talk about is I love mistakes. Love them. Failure and struggle is how we're going to learn. So please, in in my classroom, I would love for you to make mistakes and we can learn together. And trust me, I am not perfect I'm very imperfect, so I'm going to be making mistakes. You can totally call me out on my mistakes, and I think that there are opportunities to learn, but I want you to feel safe to make mistakes. Let's make connections. Let's create new neural pathways. My goal is to introduce information that you may not know, some information you may have learned previously, but this year together, I want you to strive to make new connections. I also value working deeper, not quicker. Our goal is you to find different ways to deepen and understanding knowledge. So I'm gonna spend more time on the math problems, not less. I want us to really connect and talk and share so you understand and make those essential connections. But most importantly, I see you, I value you. You are important. You matter. You matter to me, you matter to this class, you matter to this school. So every single day, I will believe that you are capable of even more than you think you are. So this year, I hope we work together, and this is the way I expect us to be.
1: So that's how I would deliver that conversation. End scene. (laughs) scene. That was was so great. I would love for us to, to break it apart a bit and talk about the different pieces um, but I think before we dive into exactly what you said, it's important to talk about how you said it, right? Mm-hmm. How was your tone, um, the speed at which you were talking? I think sometimes when we are nervous or we get in front of a new group of students, yes, you want to put on a show and engage them, but it's also really important to be real, right? Um, so mm-hmm. do you want to say a bit about um, how you delivered that message?
0: Yeah, and I, if I did this live, I would have slides up so they can see the words as they're listening to me explain them, then they would be on a poster in my classroom. Because I think sometimes when you're really being vulnerable with your students and you're, you're being authentic with them, I think sometimes it could make them uncomfortable too. So sometimes seeing the words and also hearing the voice. But I really believe in this. And I and it's from a, a huge heart spender place. So for you to deliver this and really mean it with your students, it makes a lot. Like they can tell if you're just saying it for saying its sake. So de- you know, for the tone, you want to dig into that why are you in education space and then start the conversation there. And this may be something you want to repeat every Monday for the rest of the year to let them know that this is how we want to start each week. But it's really mm-hmm. like... Purposeful. And like I said before, making eye contact with each of them, smiling, smiling is huge, leaning in when you're talking, all of those things really make an
1: impact. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Um, You sort of jumped right into your beliefs and your expectations for them. And I think, you know, sometimes. We forget about how important it is to be transparent with our students and just tell them, right? This is this is what's going on in your head every single day. Every time you talk to a student or try to teach them something or grade their paper, or whatever action you're taking in or outside of the classroom, it's because you feel this way. But it's important that they know it. And it's OK to just straight up tell them. Right. So I think um, do you want to say a little bit about uh the piece about your beliefs and your expectations and then and then the part about making mistakes and how that can help establish trust later down the line. Yes, and I think a lot
0: of times so I was I was trying to play the role of a math teacher. I think a lot of times in math in particular. So if you are math educators, you may or may not feel this way. But I've seen this to be true, is that students tend to be a lot more uh, stressed out in math class. There's a lot more instances of math trauma. Students are afraid to try. Students will shut down. So it's really important that a couple of things that I shared about taking time. Nobody has a math gene. Nobody has a reading gene. Like We're all learning together. We're all in this together. And then the digging in, it's going to take us time to learn I want to go deeper, slower, make more essential connections because a lot of times in math, sometimes kids want to just get it over with. They want to just do the work. We call them number pluckers, right? They look at the – you're trying to do a word problem and they just see numbers and start shoving them together just to get it done with and that's not going to help them create essential connections. So to start creating and building trust, the beliefs are everyone can learn. It takes time to make essential connections and learning. And then the final belief, I think, is the most powerful, letting them know that they matter. So many times, especially in middle school, kids will disappear. They'll disappear. They don't think that it matters in class, especially if they have math trauma or they're struggling in school. They'll disappear in your classroom. They won't talk or they'll be over or extra, right? They won't disappear. They'll act out because of those issues. So by saying, I see you, I value you, you matter, letting them know that even if they have some drama before they come to you, and then that you create a safe space for them, that is so important for them to hear. And that kind of when I've done that in um, live sessions with humans, when I said that, people physically relax.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're you like... can see, see it. The, the shoulders go down, the tensions out of their forehead 100%. And I think, too, if you're trying to have an individual data chat with a student, or if you're getting them pumped up for an assessment, if they understand those underlying principles that you care, that you want them to succeed, that you believe they're capable, it's going to be so much more successful than just going through the motions.
0: And that's where I feel like that's my biggest soapbox recently. <laughs> Nothing else matters until you can do this, mm-hmm. until they can really understand and you start to build that trust in the classroom because and it and it didn't take how long was that? It took me what like six minutes maybe? No, not even that long. No, mm-hmm. it didn't even take me six this whole podcast is 10 minutes. It didn't take that long <laughs> A few to minutes. have that essential. Yeah. A few minutes, right? A few minutes of that and conversation around that. And then maybe doing another trust building activity will go so far in you covering content. But this is where i mean the world's tough you guys google the news whenever you're listening to this just google news and you will just want to pull your hair out because it's constantly we're getting bombarded with stress i mean school was stressful enough but now the world it seems to be like you know viruses and wildfires and earthquakes oh my so where can we i mean education is a space where humans are educating other humans so by creating that classroom culture, everyone can close the door and then you guys can enjoy math for 42 minutes or 90 minutes. But nothing else matters if you don't start. It's like the foundations, right? It's trying to build a Mm -hmm. house on quicksand. The house is the content. If you're building on quicksand, it's not going to work. But if you can set this, even if you just do like a plyo board, just (laughs) until you build a (laughs) stronger something, right? But it's really important that that it matters. And we can include these statements in the show notes too. If you want to read these the, the, statements, they're very, they're, you know, driven from research, very positive growth mindset types of statements, but it's really important that you believe it for you too.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. And uh, hopefully this will be super helpful in first listening and then hearing about it. Um, and we hope that you can take this and, and use it with your students tomorrow. <laughs>
0: Yes. And every day and, and and listen to as much as you need or say it to yourself. <laughs> because uh-huh. honestly, ladies and gentlemen, listeners, you matter. You are important. You are doing essential work in your classrooms. And we are so grateful for you because the teaching profession is a hard profession. So thank you for doing everything that you're doing. Thank you so much. That's all we have time for. Hopefully you found this helpful. And again, we appreciate you listening. Please, please, please. We want more educators to be able to learn from this. So please share this, leave a review, subscribe on iTunes. What else can they do?
1: Yes. If you can share the podcast on social media, tell your colleagues, your friends about it, please subscribe and review. It really, really helps spread the word to help other educators just like you. And you can follow us on social media on Instagram at myiready. That's M-Y-I-R-E-A-D-Y and on Twitter at Curriculum Associates. And
0: until then, be you, be true, be extraordinary. This podcast is produced by Curriculum Associates and is the copyrighted material and intellectual property of Curriculum Associates.